0: okay so uh everybody for coming uh so since tonight is rosh Chodesh, so i thought it would be appropriate if we did a rosh Chodesh topic you know, i was trying to find something interesting to do uh, as far as rosh Chodesh is concerned uh without getting too technical because there's stuff that you can do in terms of all those calculations about the moon and the molot and when it is and how we announce and all of that uh and when i realized that my head was spinning i said you know what uh, Eight thirty is way too late at night to try and do math, <laughs> so <laughs> I decided we're going to forego that and we will try uh, an easier topic, uh, and that's one that we could probably all better associate with, which is uh, what ha- uh, one of the consequences of what happens when you forget Yalavivavu. <laughs> so, forgetting to say Yalavivavu is something which I think is a pre- pretty universal condition, and therefore there will be a specific aspect of it which we will try and explore tonight. And when I pull up the page, so hopefully it will be there for you all. Okay, it's there. It's <laughs> got Yeah. So I'm on the wrong page, side of the page. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do over here is, so we're going to see the um, Initial halacha, and then we'll, we'll make our way through to get to the uh, the variation, which is going to be more of our focus. But we get, begin over here. This is in the halachas of Rosh Chodesh. There are a few simanim that uh, revolve around halachas related to Rosh Chodesh, and this one Tavchav base has to do specifically with Yalav So this is where we find ourselves. So the uh, Shulchan says, of Mincha." So on Rosh Chodesh, whether you're davening Maariv, Chakras or Mincha, Mispal of Shmonesrei Brachos, so we say the regular Shmonesrei, V'omer Yala V'yavu Beritzei, and we add Yalaviyavo into the Bracha of Ritse. Standard, everybody knows that. V'emo Amru Barvis, now an interesting halacha, which only applies on Rosh Chodesh, it doesn't apply by the other Yam Tovim, in the event that tonight in Mariv, you forgot to say Yalaviyavo. In so, so, we would not send you back to repeat Shmon Asrei. We'll see why in a moment. And it doesn't make a difference whether we're talking about a one day Rosh Chodesh or like this month of Adar Aleph, it's a two day Rosh Chodesh. Whether it doesn't matter whether you forgot tonight, Thursday night to add Yalav or you forgot tomorrow, Friday night to add Yalav Either way, the halach is going to be the same. Why is it, according to Shulchan Aruch, that if you forgot Yeleviyavo by Mariv, we do not send you back? So Shulchan Aruch explains an interesting historical point of uh, reference, and that is because everything which we do on Rosh Chodesh is based on what was done in the Beis Amitash. And in the Beis Amitash, there was no such thing as a nighttime Rosh Chodesh, because the only way to go ahead and to declare Rosh Chodesh. Is for witnesses to testify in front of Basin. Basin only convenes by day. So even if they saw the new moon that night, they couldn't make it Rosh Chodesh that night. It didn't have the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh until it was declared so by Basin. And since Basin don't declare Rosh Chodesh until daytime, so nighttime never really had Kedusha's Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, the consequence of that Halach for us is, if you forget Yalav by Marith, only Rosh Chodesh, not by Yantif. but if you forget Yalav the night of Rosh Chodesh, you don't repeat Shmon Asrei. But in the event that you did not say Yalaviavo by Shachris, or you forgot by Mincha, Shulchan says you have to go back and you have to repeat Shmon because by morning or afternoon, we already knew definitively that it was Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, if you leave out Rosh Chodesh, you're leaving out an essential part of the Shmon Essay for that day. And therefore, you would have to go ahead and repeat Shmon Essay. Okay. And the rabbis uh-huh. declare Rosh Chodesh on Shabbat? Um, yeah. Is, is this also applied to a uh, benching? Um, benching, either way, you don't have to repeat it. You only have to repeat uh, benching. I mean, we should do that next time. It's Rosh Chodesh on a Thursday night, uh, which will be uh, six months or so. But by benching, the only time you go back, if you leave out um, a Yalaviyavo or a ritsei is in the event that there's a Chi of Suuda. If you have to have a suda, like on Shabbos, then if you leave it out, you uh, you go back. Rosh Chodesh, where there's no Chi of su'uda, so you don't have to go back. Okay, but we'll get to that that's a good topic for another shir in the future. Okay, so now the Mishnah explains what's the reason why, if you forget by night, you don't go back. So it says because at night time they were not the they 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 did not sanctify the beginning of the new month at night. Oh, that's weird. And therefore, the kedusha of Rosh Chodesh did not yet begin. And even the second night of Rosh Chodesh, now remember that the a month is either 29 or 30 days. That's all that you can have the duration of a month. So if it's a 29-day month, day 30 is Aleph, is the first of the next month, and it's only a one-day Rosh Chodesh. When it is 30 days in the month, that's what we do when there's two days Rosh Chodesh. So this month, going into Adar Aleph, where Rosh Chodesh is Friday Shabbos. So that means that Friday is day 30 of Shvat and Shabbos is day 1 of Adarisham. So now, if if day 30, meaning, let's use this as an example, where in the time of the Beis HaMittash, Rosh Chodesh can be declared either on Friday, day 30, or on Shabbos, day 31. Those are the two days which could potentially be uh, be Rosh Chodesh. So the Mishabur is asking the question that if Friday, Thursday night Friday came and went and they didn't declare it to be Rosh Chodesh, then Friday night Shabbos has to be Rosh Chodesh because Rosh Chodesh could only be one of two days. And if it wasn't the first of those two days, it has to be the second day. So maybe the second night for our purposes here, Friday night, so maybe that does have kedusha of Rosh Chodesh, because it has to be Rosh Chodesh Friday night, because it wasn't on it wasn't on Friday. So says the Mishibur, no, even in that case, even on the second night of Rosh Chodesh, Tamzet, this reason still applies that the night of Rosh Chodesh didn't have kedusha. Shalom, Yom Beisu Rak <speaking> Mishum <in the language> because the second day is only because of the uncertainty. Dilo Hayom Aleph because if Rosh Chodesh was actually day one, meaning for our purposes on Friday, so then um, Shabbos would not actually be Rosh Chodesh. So since it's, it has to do with the suffix which day was actually Rosh Chodesh or not, that's the way the Mishaburah is explaining it. So therefore, this, even the second night of Rosh Chodesh has this halacha that if you forget Yalav Yavu, you don't have to go back. Okay. Now, but that's not so much our, our, our topic. That's just a side uh, interesting thing. and But now he says, so the, the Shulchan Aruch said that in the event that you forget, we're just going to focus our attention on Shacharis for now, in the event that you forget um, Yalav Yavo in Shmoneser of Shacharis, you have to go back and you have to repeat Shmoneser a second time. Because you didn't say a proper Shmoneser because you left out Yalav Any Anytime you don't say a proper Shmoneser, you got to repeat it again. Quotes the Mishabura a fascinating idea, and that is, Kosovo Knesset HaGdola, the Knesset HaGdola writes, When do you have to go ahead and repeat Shacharis a second time because you left out Yalav Only when you realize your error before you and Musaf. So you finish Shmonas, right? You're listening to Chazar you hear the Sheikh Sibra say, Yala V'yavo, you say, Oy vey, I can't believe I forgot Yala V'yavo. No wonder we started davening 10 minutes earlier today when I showed up. I was so late and they were already in the, almost done with the Pesukah of Zimra. I should have realized. So then at that point, you have to go back and you have to say Shimon Esser again. According to Knesset HaGadola, that's the case that Shulchan Aruch is referring to. Here comes the Chiddush part. Avalim lo Let's say you're davening by yourself, so there's no minion to remind you. You're davening out of the art scroll sitter on your phone. And during Shmon Aseret, you mind wandered, so you didn't pay attention. And then as you're flipping through from one section to the other, all of a sudden it shows up, Musav shows up on your phone, telling you to daven Musav because it's Rosh Chodesh. You say, oh my gosh, or you don't even realize, so I shouldn't even put it that way. You don't realize till after you daven Musav that you forgot Yalav Yalvo in Shemona then a fascinating thing. So you said Shachris without yalav yavo, you daven musaf rosh chodesh, and then you realize that you missed yalav yavo in shacharis. The Knesset Sagadola says Yatza Musa. you don't have to go back and say Shachris shemone a second time, because here is the lumdus of it. You got to take out your thumb. What's the whole reason that you would normally go back and say shemone esrei? Because you were supposed to mention rosh chodesh and you didn't. By the time you've Davin musaf, you did mention Rosh Chodesh. So I said a regular Shmoness, right? I've now Davin musaf, so I made mention of the fact that today is Rosh Chodesh. So what's the point of going back and saying Shachris again? I've got all of my bases covered because I said a Shmones, right? And I made a mention of the fact that it's Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, you don't have to go back and repeat Shachris Shmoness again just to add Yalaviyavo. And the Knesset Sagdola says, don't think that I'm making this up. Completely out of thin air, there's precedent for such a halacha. Fascinating halacha. Just as we are mekil in kuf chavav siv so without even reading the rest of the mishabura, let's see what it says in kuf Vav siv gimel because that's the precedent for this idea. Shulchan says as follows: It's also a rosh chodesh halacha but it's in the section of Shulchan Aruch talking about regular Shemona Esrei, rather than something unique to Rosh Chodesh. So Shulchan Aruch says, time that you're daving a tefillah and you leave something out, which as an individual would require you to go back and repeat it again, whether that's a Yalav Yavo, whether it's a Mashi Vuroch and whatever it is, you leave out something which would require you to go back and do it again. So, the shlech Tzibor also, if he makes the same error, is also going to have to go back and repeat Shmonas, right? In the event that he made a mistake in the Shmonas, which he says it out loud. Chutz, except the one exception to the rule is going to be Shachris an Rosh meaning what? Here's a fasting halacha. So the she'at zibor is saying his silent shmonesrei, and he leaves out yalaviyava. And then by the time he's ready to start Khazar Sashas, that's when he realizes, oh vei, I left out yalaviyava. What am I going to do now? As a private individual, I should have to repeat shmonesrei. But if I repeat shmonesrei, that means the whole zibor is going to be waiting for me for another two, three minutes, and they are not going to be happy that I am getting in the way of their kichel and herring and uh, schnapps, and they're not going to be very happy in Old Williamsburg. So in the event that they're going to be unhappy about that, so what am I supposed to do? So says the we don't send the shliach tzibur to go back and repeat Shmon esrei, his own private Shmon esrei, where he left out Yalav Yavu, mipnei Torah tzibur. Because you're not allowed to be a tircha, you're not allowed to be a burden on the tzibur. And on top of that, from the of and says Shachararach, it's not such a big deal that he left out uh, mentioning Rosh Chodesh in Shacharis because, anyways, he's going to say it in Musaf. So since he's going to say Musaf for Rosh Chodesh, Musaf for Rosh Chodesh by its very definition includes a reference to Rosh Chodesh. So since he said Hesmon when he gets to Musaf, he'll mention Rosh Chodesh. So since these two things are both going to be mentioned, both of his bases are covered, so why have him go back and say it again? So, therefore, the Knesset Sagadola says, one second, Ellen, just like by a Shli'ach tzibur who forgot Yalaviyavo, we say, don't repeat Shmon Asrei, just rely on the fact that in Musaf you're going to mention Rosh Chodesh. Knesset Sagadola says the same thing is going to be true for an individual who realizes that he forgot Yalaviyavo after Musaf, that if he realizes after Musaf, there's no reason to make him go back and repeat Shmon Asrei again. Because he's already said, I mean, he's already covered all of his bases because he said the Shmoness, right? And he mentioned Rosh Chodesh. Yes, Alan? Well, if the Shleach Sibur forgets it in his personal uh, Shmoness, right, can he say it in Kazar Sashat? Yeah. yeah, And then is he covered if he does? So it's interesting that he, that the the, um, the Shukrach did not say that. that because his for Chazar- sure, when he got to that point, everybody would go, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so, we hope so yeah. yeah not always sometimes everybody's on their phone and they have no clue but but yeah but uh but yeah um okay now um Okay, first let's do the Shartzion Daled. So in Shartzion Daled, on that, the, this is backed by the halachas of Rosh Chodesh. So he says that also. Such an interesting idea. He says so. Now remember, we have this principle which the Knesset Sagdola is advocating that if there's a circumstance where you said a regular right, and you made mention of Rosh Chodesh, even though it was not Yalav Yavo, but you made mention of Rosh Chodesh in Musaf. So, since you've covered all of your bases, you don't have to say Shmon Esrei again. So, says the Sharatseon, nearly the Avlade Azu, he says, even according to this opinion, which says that as long as at some point you've covered all of your bases, you don't have to repeat Shmon Esrei. He says that, let's say what happened was, again, your day was all messed up. But you david Shachris and you said Yalaviyavo. You daven, uh, um, uh, uh, you, you, sorry, you, 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 dive in daven, and you did not, uh, mention, um, yalaviavo. Then you daven, mincha, you did say yalaviavo, and then you go ahead and you daven, musaf. Yeah. Shachris without yalaviavo, mincha with Yavo, and then musaf. Uh, sorry, b- um, yeah. So he says, uh, "Yeah. So So he says, "The fact that you went ahead and you mentioned yalavo uh, yavo in mincha, that is not considered to have covered all of your bases. So if you leave it out in shachris and then you daven musaf, that covers your bases." if you leave it out in chakras, you mention it in Musaf, sorry, you mentioned it in Mincha, and you haven't Davin Musaf yet, you're not considered to have covered all of your bases, and since you didn't daven Musaf yet, it may be that you have to make up that chakras. Not that you can say another chakras at that point because it's too late, but that's not considered to have covered all of your bases. Because, because all we can rely upon in terms of saying that since all of your bases are covered, you're good to go. We can only base it on statements in the Gemara, statements which are found in Chazal. Shem le Because the chazal only teaches that musaf can be a replacement for something which was not mentioned in chakras. So musaf can be considered covering the base of that. And therefore, since you did not daven a proper chakras and you already davened mincha, so you're now going to have to daven a second, since it's before musaf, that means you have to make up the missing chakras. Making up the missing chakras means you're going to end up davening mincha twice. So the fact that you mentioned Yalavi Yavo already. Is not the, that does not that's not considered to be covering your bases the same way that musaf is considered to be covering your bases not that the um, that shulchan Aruch gives a uh, sorry not the, the sharat gives a rationale for this he just says that all we know the only way that we know that something can cover something else is based on chazal and chazal only mentioned musaf covering shachris they never mentioned mincha covering shachris and therefore it's not going to work. Um yeah, okay. Now, in the previous Sharatsion in Gimel, the, the Mishabrewer brings up another idea. And he says, This notion that mentioning Rosh Chodesh in Musaf is going to cover a bad Shmonas, right? It only works for Shachris. Aval, so what case does it not work for? Aval yalaviyavo. So Let's say again for some reason you're davening mincha ahead of musaf, So you daven mincha at 12.35, you forgot Yala and then you realize that you were in such a, a rush that morning to get to a doctor's appointment, that you say, you know what, I'm just going to daven musaf later, and now after you daven mincha, and you forget shmona, you forget v'yavo, you realize you forgot Yala and you didn't daven musaf yet, and then you do daven musaf, and then you call the rabbi and say, this is what I did. I said Mincha without Yalav Yavo, but then I daven in Musaf. So, can I fi- follow the opinion of the Knesset Agdolo who says that if you said a Shmonasteret and you left out Yalav Yavu, and then you said Musaf, so since you've covered all your bases, you're good to go. So, the is wondering the same way Musaf is going to be able to salvage Shachris, can Musaf also salvage Mincha? Says the Sharatzion, no. It doesn't help. And de elote machi, because if you don't say this, then it doesn't help. Whoa. What was that? Why would we say that uh, if you didn't say in mincha, you should go back and say it again? Because every time you're in mincha and you forgot yalav in most cases, I should say, most instances where you forget yalav yavo mincha, you've already davened musaf. Because that's the normal sequence of things. You said Musaf and then chakras. So if Musaf, the mention of Rosh Chodesh al Musaf will cover all of your Shmon Asre's, so then there should never be a circumstance where you have to repeat Shmon Asre for a bad Mincha, because inevitably you must have said Musaf. 95 times out of 100, you would have said, more, well, or even higher than that, you would have said Mosaf already. And therefore, there should never be a case where you're repeating Shemoneser by Mincha since you've already davened. Because, hallow, mistama, Yisrael Mosav, Yisrael Kedush Sayom Because seemingly, in most cases, you've already davened Musaf. and you mentioned the Kedusha of the day. Achen Yeshedchos. However, says the Sharetzio, maybe that's not so true. Maybe this unique halacha, this curious halacha, that if you go ahead and you say musaf, it will salvage a bad esrei, that only works for a bad shmonasre which you already said. So if you messed up your shachris, so then musaf, which is said afterwards, May be able to pick up those missing pieces that you left out from chakras, the yal of yom from chakras, and will consider as if you mentioned Rosh Chodesh anyways. But who says that you could have in Musaf and then say that's going to cover my next Shmonastery, which is Mincha? That we don't have any precedent for. Below his gear, nobody mentions that Musaf will help for the subsequent that you uh, that you messed up and therefore this matter requires a little bit further investigation. The Mishabura does not decide one way or the other about that point whether or not it will it will work. Okay. But now, uh so so far we have one opinion. That's the Knesset Sagadola, That's what we'll just associate with that name. The Knesset Sagadola says that um when does the halakh apply that if you messed up chakras? That you have to go back and repeat Shmonasra. Right? That's only going to be true if you've messed up Shachris and you catch yourself before Musaf. But if you don't realize that you messed up chakras till after you davened Musaf, so Musaf already covers your base in terms of mentioning Rosh Chodesh, And therefore, in that case, you would not have to repeat a second Shmonasra. Right? Then the Mishabur continues, cites a dissenting opinion, and he says of a Shiyure Brach but the Shirei Bracha, the Gonchida, he mentions in the name of the Rashba, the that an individual always goes back and says spalo Musaf, even if you already dav Musaf, because Musaf is not, does not repair your bad shmanesre. Your bad shmonesra is a bad Esre, and you can't rely on Musaf to go ahead and repair that. The only way to repair a bad Esre is to say Shmonasra again properly the more seer of Yaakov Endin agrees with that opinion. El Adekasov, however, he writes, and this is really the way the Mishum Rurapast is like the second opinion, that really you should go ahead and repeat Shmon Shachris a second time, even though you already daven Musaf. El but he writes, Mishum Safik that being that there's a doubt whether you should say Shmon again, so Yasne, so when you say that second Shmon adding Yalav yavu, you should stipulate, Deem Enochaya that in the event that I'm not actually obligated to say the Shmonasra, Mispalubatarasidava. So then my tefillah is going to be a Nidabra, it's going to be a voluntary tefillah rather than an obligatory one. But you should say that you should definitely say the second Shmonasri. That seems to be the way the Mishra Hoskins. Others are going to jump ahead just for a minute. There's a safer call, everybody's familiar with the Kittre Shuchan Aruch. So there's a commentary to the Kitza Shchnar Kitza Shchnar called Misker HaShulchan. and he writes it's sort of like a Mishabrura on the Kitza Shchnar and he writes Umug Avram, revazam Zalman, uh, the, the, uh, it's a Shchnar HaRav. so pasku they follow the Knesset Gesedowa so so we have many achronim who Paskin like the Knesset sagadola that if you don't realize that you forgot Yelav Yavo till after you daven Musaf, you don't repeat Shmon Asrei. But the Shari Chuba quotes those like the Mishabura, those like the, Shari, the uh, Shiyuri Bracha, like the Gonchida, which is the way the Kitzur Shulchan paskins. They are bifnim that you do go ahead and you say Shmonasrei. So if Machlokis. so the Mishabura seems to go with the opinion that says that really, you should go ahead and you should repeat the Shmon a second time. The Mishker Sashuchan, he takes a little bit of a more cautious opinion. He says, It's possible. It may very well be that if these Achronim saw the Rashba's opinion, that they may have said, listen, if the Rashba already passed I'm not going to disagree with him, and you should go ahead and repeat Shmon but says me and his final conclusion is is what really we would expect somebody to say. We call welcome kevin shihu with basufik brachos, being that there's a whether to say the Shmon again or not, and we know the general rule when it comes to uncertainties about the recitation of brachas is sufik brachos lahakil that whenever there's an uncertainty to say brachos or not, you should be mekil it may very well be that we should not deviate from the opinion of the Acheronim, who maintain that you should not be repeating Shmon Esrei. And that's the the more cautious position that the Mizgera Sasholchan takes, that you should not go ahead and repeat the Shmon Esrei if you d- realize that you forgot Yavu after you've already daven Musa. Is Remember? that principle uh, because of uh, avoiding the possibility of Ruch HaLavatov? Correct, exactly. Yes. Yeah I get I'm I I was thinking the same thing like Al was I, I was actually wondering uh perhaps further uh, yeah. how can you fix a bruchel of Atala by saying it's a indava the brachala? I mean it, uh, if if it's a bruchel of Atala, it's a bruchel of Atala. how does saying it's an indava fix that right so it's only the vatala if i'm saying it uh, as as in in uh to Fulfill an obligation, which I don't have, which does not exist. If I'm trying to fulfill an obligation, which doesn't exist. So then it's the brach of If I'm not trying to fulfill an obligation, I'm saying if I'm obligated. So then I want this to go toward, to be applied towards my obligation. If I'm not obligated, I want it to just be a voluntary tefillah. Well, you could use Hashem's name for a voluntary tefillah. Is that correct? Yeah, right. Correct. Now there's okay. a shaila about whether or not you have to add something new when you say that voluntary tefillah. Postgame are generally very uh, hesitant to send a person to say a voluntary tefillah nowadays, but there is that uh, that that uh, that uh, that potential. Okay. Okay. Now there's an interesting corollary machlokus related to this. So it's one thing to go ahead and say, should we repeat that? If you missed Yalov Yav and Shachris, you've already davened most of, Do you make up Shachris or not? The Mishabura seems to lean in the direction that you do repeat shmon Esrei. Uh, other Achonim seem to go in the direction that you would not repeat the. You would not repeat Let's say, for argument's sake, that you're going to go ahead and you're going to say shmon Esrei again. Yeah. Now the Shaila is if I'm repeating my Shachris shmon Esrei, do I need to go ahead and put my tefillin back on? So now you, you think that this would be Pashat one way or the other. That would be an easy no-brainer one way or the other. But it turns out that this is a very interesting debate. And here, the first source that addresses it is the tshuva of the Beish She'arim. I don't know who the author is, but this is the source that everybody quotes. So he says, his question is, Al-davar yalav Rosh that regarding a person who forgot to say Yalav Yavo in, uh, uh, in the morning of Rosh Chodesh, and didn't realize till after he davened Mosaf, and now he's going to be repeating Shmon esrei following the opinions who say that you would repeat Shmon esrei. Do you put on tillin again? And the author quotes some other authorities who uh, had opinions about this matter. He disagrees with them. And then he says on his own, the He says, in my opinion, I think you got to put on tefillin a second time. Why? The reason why we go ahead and we make an effort to say, have tefillin on when we say kriyashma on a regular day, even though nowadays we don't wear tefillin all day long like they used to in the time of Chazal. In the time of Chazal, they would put it on first thing in the morning and it would remain on for the remainder of the day is, the reason why we make an effort, even though we don't wear it all day, to make sure that we're wearing it for Kriya Shema is, based on the Gemara Brachos, which says, that somebody who recites Kriya Shema without tefillin on, you're testifying against yourself. Because Kriya Shema says, put on tefillin. So as you're saying the words, put on tefillin, you're not putting on tefillin. So that is awfully self-incriminating. So Chazal say it's not a good idea to go ahead and say Kriya Shema by Shachris if you don't have your tfil Shachris, And the reason that we put it on, so that's why we would put it on for Shema. And the reason why we put it on for Shmonas, right? Is because the truth is, as we mentioned, that really the mitzvah of tefillin is not to wear it when davening. The mitzvah of tefillin is to wear it all day long. That's the original design of the mitzvah of tefillin from the Torah. But the reason why we don't do so is because wearing tefillin requires a clean body. And if one does not have a clean body when they're wearing tefillin, it's offensive to the tefillin. And we don't want to take a chance of being offensive to a davr sheba kedusha. Okay, therefore, so that's the reason why nowadays we don't wear our tefillin all day long but while you're saying for those few minutes that you're saying Shmonasra, you're davening we assume that a person is going to be able to be conscientious and take care of things. Therefore, he says, being that, we want to go ahead and do so because it's possible to wear tfil during while uh, saying without being offensive. Imkayin, mali biker mali so what difference does it make whether or not we're talking about wearing tefillin when you're saying your original Shmones, Or whether you're wearing tefillin when you're saying the makeup Shmones, Either way, our practice is you wear tefillin when you say Shmones, Ah, now he comes up with a gewaltiger question, which depending on where you daven in your Shalim and whatnot, you can actually see this in practice. If you ever go to the Ramban Show in the old city, and you in mincha there, It's an experience that you should have. So you'll see plenty of people doing that. He says, So why don't we wear, if we make an effort to wear our, our tefillin for Shmon Esrei, so why is that limited to Shachris? Why don't we put on our tefillin for Mincha also? So it's also Shmon Esrei, and it's daytime. So why not put on fillin' there? And as I said, in the Ramban Shul, in the old city, you see people put on their tefillin for Mincha. So he says, So and he actually advocated very strongly that people should be putting on tefillin for mincha time but he says although the Ramami Mipano advocated that very strongly it would seem to be says the Beisharim, the reason we're not careful to do so is similar to the reason we don't by mincha time What's the reason why even in the Besamiktosh they didn't duchen time, even though technically you should? Is Mishum de Shiach Shikhrus is because time is usually after that business lunch where you had a couple bottles of wine, and therefore when you're inebriated, so you're not allowed to duchen So for the same concern, we don't want you putting on tfilin while you're drunk because that would be disrespectful to the tfilin. And if what I'm saying is correct, says the base sharin. Okay, then the rest of it is, uh, yeah, that goes back to what the other author had said. Then he concludes. But in the event that you're making up the missing Esrei, because you left out yalav yavo during shachris time before you had that business lunch and the couple bottles of wine, so shapeminiyachulin. So the Be'i says you absolutely should be putting on your tefillin. Because we're not concerned about uh, inebriation at that point. And during that, those couple of minutes that you're saying Shmon Esrei, a person can be conscientious and careful to maintain a clean body, and therefore the Be'i advocates that you should put on your tefillin when you say that makeup up Esrei. Comes along the Marshag, and he disagrees. And the mar writes, the Marshag was a student of the student of the Chassam Sofer, if Shimon Greenfield is the, is the name. So he writes, Baze, he says, my response is, rashi he says, listen, if you want to go ahead and put on Tefillin a second time during the day, and you want to say a brach on them, give Valdik, I'll support you 100%. And you can go ahead and you can do so if you want, what loss there could, could there be to put on tefillin and do a mitzvah a second time? There's no loss to it. It's not an expensive uh, thing to do. It's no loss. You might as well, if you want to do it, do it. Any time, technically, any time during the day a person wants to go ahead and put on tefillin, you can put on tefillin and you can say the bracha. Why not? But, says the marshag. But you want to know, must you go ahead and put on tefillin to repeat the shmon esrei, uh to make up for the missing Yalaviyavo? That, the Marshag says, is no obligation. and you can go ahead and you can say that Shmonesre without your tefillin on. Ah, what about the fact that you may be made edu sheker Why isn't that testifying falsely against yourself? You're, uh, you're, you're doing something wrong. So explains and He says, by me, it's obvious. Dafillin filin in Kriyashma, even as far as saying Shema with Tfillan on, the Amru Bishas with Hazal teach us, koakur Kriashma made edu Anytime you go ahead and you recite tfilin during the week without your tfilin, it's self-incriminating because the very same sukkim that you're reading as part of Kriyishma are the sukkim which tell you to put on tfilin and you're not wearing tfilin. What bigger chutzpah can there be than that? says the Marshag, when is it considered to be testifying badly against yourself? It doesn't mean that everything's happening in that moment. And there's the Kiddush, the Marshag is saying. But he says, it doesn't mean that a made a Sheker, it's self-incriminating if at the moment I'm saying kriyashma, I'm not wearing tefillin. That's not what Chazal meant. They meant if you say kriyashma, and you're not wearing tefillin, and you won't wear tefillin, or you did not wear tefillin, that's self-incriminating. So if you say Kriishma on a day where you're not going to put on tefillin, that's when it's bad news. gam e'lo ones, and there's no, there's no compelling reason or no mitigating factors why you're not wearing tefillin. So then, al Torah, then in the circumstance where today you should be wearing tefillin, and And during today, I did not, am not, and will not put on tefillin for the day. That would be self-incriminating. But it's only in the event that I did not, am not, and will not put on tefillin the entire day. Sam, I am. But in the event that you go ahead and you will, you did, you are, or will say, uh, uh, wear tefillin sometime during the day. Let's say you already put on tefillin earlier in the day, before you said shema. Or let's say, sometimes it happens, especially in the winter time, where you may, uh, by the time you board on a plane, so it's too early to Davin Shachris, by the time you land, it's already after sovzman Krishma. So, when are you supposed to say, Kriya Shema with Tefillin? So, it used to be that people didn't mind so much putting on Tefillin on airplanes. Nowadays, I think a little pe- people are a little bit more squeamish about putting on Tefillin on an airplane. So, who knows? They may think that it's a jihad or something. They'll confuse their religions and think that this is a jihad. And therefore, sometimes what people do is they'll say, they'll daven everything on the plane. And then when they get off the plane and they arrive at their destination sometime later on during the day, they put on their Tefillin. So he says that as long as at some point you plan to, plan to put on tefillin, so while you're on the plane saying shema for the mitzvah without your tfilin on, that's not edu sheker. That's not self-incriminating. Because either you fulfill the mitzvah earlier in the day or you plan to fulfill the mitzvah later on in the day. So, where you eventually get around to fulfilling that mitzvah. And says the Marshagya, this is true regarding Kriyashma. It's more true regarding Shmon Because it doesn't say anywhere in Shmon that you should be wearing tefillin. This is just what we do. But it's not something. But if by Kriyashma, it's acceptable to say Kriyashma without wearing tefillin as long as you did or you will put on tefillin. So the same thing is going to be true with regards to Sh'mon Esrei. So since I said Sh'mon Esrei when I said my first, sorry, since I was wearing my tefillin when I wore, when I said my first Sh'mon Esrei, even though I now have to repeat Kriya Shema, but I already wore tefillin. So since I already wore tefillin, therefore, what compels me, what obligates me to go ahead and put on tefillin a second time? Nothing. Uh, and he says that which you find in some svarim where they advocate that it's a good thing to say Sh'moneh with your tefillin on. So says the Marsha. That's nice, but Eino Ella Mios Tov Lachatchina. And all that is telling us is it's a nice thing to go ahead and to do. It's a Lachatchina im Efsher Tov Yoseh Shuikar Kriyshma Vispal Kishulavish So all they're saying is that it's a nice way to present yourself before God with your Tals and Tefillin But that doesn't mean that you can't say shmonesse with Tefillin. You absolutely could say Shmonese with Tefillin, as long as you wear Tefillin sometime during the day, or you will wear Tefillin sometime during the day. Who says that every time you say Shmonese, you have to add Tefillin on? Marshag says there's no such source for that at all. Aval, but in our circumstance, where you said Shmonese without Yalav and now you're going to be repeating Shmonese so you could add your Yalav where you already did Davin once with tefillin on, so you just made a mistake and you left out Yalav So says the if you are what my opinion, there's no obligation to go ahead and put on tefillin specifically at that time, because you already fulfilled your mitzvah of tfilin. So this is this corollary machlokas about what happens when you say the Shemar so just to uh, to summarize and recap that in the event that you forget Shmon, you forget Yalav Yavo by Shachris so uh, and it's before Mos, uh, sorry it's after Mosav you already Davin Mosav so there's a machlokas if you catch yourself before Mosav you for sure have to repeat if you don't remember don't realize that you forgot Yalav Yavo in Shachris so after you daven Mosav so there's a machlokas whether you have to repeat Shmon Esrei again or not. The Mishabura seems to lean towards the opinion which says you should be repeating Shmon Esrei. Other Achronim take a more cautious and conservative approach, small c conservative. And they say that being that there's a risk of a brachal of so therefore you're better off not repeating Shmon Esrei again. Some may advocate repeating it with the Tanai, with the stipulation. If I'm supposed to say it, I want it to go towards my obligation. If I'm not supposed to say it, I want it to go towards a voluntary tefillah. And then, in the event that you are repeating that shmon Essay, do you put on tefillin a second time or not? So the base sharem is of the opinion that you uh, you should be putting on tefillin a second time, since you busted your first uh, shmon Essay. So, when you say, when say you should have your tefillin on, and the Marshag comes along and he says, I disagree. He says, if you want to put on tefillin, you could go ahead and put on tefillin. That's wonderful. But to say that there's an obligation to do so, the Marshag disagrees with that, rejects that assertion, and he maintains that there is no such obligation, and if you want to say it without the, your tefillin on, you are perfectly, um, uh, it's perfectly acceptable to go ahead and do so because you already put on your tefillin for the day and fulfilled the mitzvah, and that's all that's really obligatory. And the bottom line is, the best way to handle this is, don't forget Yalav in uh, in Shachris, and then you avoid all of these Machlokas, and think about all the different Machlokas that you can avoid if you just remembered to say Yalav in Shachris, and with that, Shachris tomorrow is 10 minutes early, it's at 6.10, rather than 6.20. You're all invited to to join us, and we will clap on the uh, the standard to make sure that everybody remembers to say their Yalov Yavo in the event where you uh, put on oh, your more than once a day, several times a day, or twice or more a day, uh, do you say uh, say the brachas and the erastich uh, each time? Yes, yeah, certainly if there's a hefzik in between them, in between one putting on the tefillin and the next one, yeah, you, you repeat all of that. You don't have to repeat the erastich, but it's certainly a nice thing to do. But the, the brachas, yes, because it's a new performance of the mitzvah. Okay. Okay. Yvalik, everybody. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you very much. Have a good Chavez. Have a good everybody. Next week, regular time, uh, 7 o'clock on Tuesday, 8 o'clock on the coast. And Thank you, Rabbi.